Hi, this is Jim Quick, and I have a quick update for you. I'm proud to announce my very first book, Limitless, Upgrade Your Brain, Learn Anything Faster, and Unlock Your Exceptional Life. This book is not only based on the latest neuroscience, it is field tested for over 28 years of working with some of the most amazing minds on our planet. Just go to LimitlessBook.com and enjoy this book. Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Oh, we're live. We are live. Yeah, we are live. <laughs> We're live and ready to go. I like it. I like Dude, it. Thank you for doing this. This is kind of like role reversal for me because I've had the pleasure of being on, on your show. Yeah, a couple times actually, yeah, which has is... been amazing. People love love hearing what you have to say. No, I, I appreciate you. We're talking about resetting. A lot of people had some some turmoil, some difficulty, challenges in 2020. Yeah, and we could use a like a, not only a brain reset, but just like a, our a life reset. <laughs> And, and a reboot, but I want to introduce my good friend Nick Onkin, and he's for to the public. You're like this like celebrity, world class photographer. Mm -hmm. um, you, you know everyone from Usher to Justin Bieber and uh, and a Jim Quick. You know you did the photos for our book. Yeah, and you do it for a lot of uh, amazing thought leaders and experts. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so it spans spans industry, and that's how uh, you know we initially met. And you had this incredible show that's for creatives. Yeah, you know? it's a podcast. Yeah, I, be I believe the future belongs to the, to the creatives, you know, where, where jobs are going to machines or they're being automated, or AI, mm -hmm. you know, what's truly limitless is our imagination. Yeah, I mean, I think creativity is something that's, especially now is, is the innovators, like really skill, yeah. uh, especially like trying to get jobs or create jobs in the future. It's really, can you think and can you create and can you create new paradigms and new things and new products, you know? Yeah. Or solutions to big, you know, problems that's, that's going on in the world. Yeah. And so you're one of the most creative souls that I know, you know, even, even that hat that you're wearing, right? <laughs> like you have your own, uh, you, you just have these incredible pr creative pursuits. Yeah. And when we're talking about reset, you know, creativity, like, Let's, let's break this down. You know, I, I have this idea that we don't have creativity. It's something that we do. It's a, it's a process. Because sometimes we, we could put ourselves in trance by saying, oh, I don't wake up. I don't have creativity today to write or to make music or to, to do that. Yeah. You know, but, um, but what's, let's, let's dive into that. You know, what, what's, do you have a process? Or is this something that is just people are born <laughs> with? Or have you noticed working with clients and... Yeah, you know, I think we're all creative in some sort of capacity. We might not all be artists, right. but we're all creative. We're, all, you know, if we back it up, we're all creating our, our lives and our reality and the lives that we want, or whether we choose to know that or not, or become aware of that. But I think getting up every day, the, the act of creativity and being creative and putting the pen to the paper, 80% of that is just getting through the, the fears and the mental blocks and the things that... Um, keep us from that in the, in the book. I don't know if you've read The War of Art uh, by Stephen Pressfield, but he talks oh, about right. the resistance. Mm -hmm. 
and it is it's the the, the i'm not good enough or the i maybe i'll get to it tomorrow the procrastination and all these things and really i think if you can overcome those and step forward and just put the pen to the paper and get started that's the first step of creativity and do you find like in your your creative pursuits have they helped you to help have a reset i mean have they made it this the challenges that's going on you know more palatable yeah i mean even through this this whole year i mean when i the, i went through this whole space of when quarantine hit, hit in march i was i had to like i, I all my jobs got canceled nobody mm -hmm. wanted to shoot obviously like we have to be in in the same space so nobody right. wanted to do do photo shoots and so i thought uh, and it kind of and that was when we didn't know what was coming or what, you know, how things were going to pan out. I didn't know if I was ever going to work again. Mm -hmm. So part of that was also just practicing um, simple things like meditation and breath work and movement and just like working out every day just to get my body equalized and my mind equalized so that I could start practicing other creative endeavors. And it just also gave me the, uh, the time and the space to really think about Oh, what other things can I create in the world? It doesn't have to be just photography, which is what I've been doing for the last 15 years. You know, I can build my hat business and start creating more of those. So I just, I just spent more time making hats and eventually people started ordering hats. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, you know, I've also played with different mediums, um, like, uh, painting and drawing. And I did a hand drawn a long time ago. I did a hand drawn type, um, project which was a 100 day project on instagram and that was kind of the accountability accountability piece of it to do it every day and i just chose one quote that i that it was inspiring to me and i i played with different like pens and inks and practice around and just wrote you know whether it was good or not i still yeah. did it and for me that was just a project and eventually it actually turned into a signature style of handwriting which i've turned into murals as well and you know, I, I, now I hand stitch it on the back of um, hats. Uh, I've done, I've utilized it in different graphic design pieces. So sometimes, a lot of times, projects that start just for yourself can end up turning into money down the road or you can turn it into business. But I think the important thing is to just create from your heart and create for yourself. Yeah. And that's where it starts. And you, do you believe everybody has, even if they're not, label themselves as an artist that they have or they're not trained you know doing uh, as 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 a painter or a graphic artist that they could express themselves i mean i think we're all here to you know part of this journey we're on is to fully express ourselves you know in the ways that you know we find nourishing to our our spirits yeah you know and sometimes what quenches like maybe quelches that or squelches it is other people's expectations like not being perfect the first time out, yeah. making mistakes, failing, mm -hmm. like. Yeah, that's a huge piece of it. And that's a piece of the resistance that we were talking about. But I think, you know, art is an expression. It's, it can also be healing too. Mm -hmm. I think being able to just, you know, you hear about art therapy, right? Yeah. And not, you don't have to be an artist. You, you can just put a pen to the paper and experiment, take the time to play without even showing anyone just make it for you and like it doesn't have to see the light of day it doesn't have to see instagram it doesn't have to see and nobody has to see it but you might discover a, an art that you actually enjoy and that you love you know when you actually experiment and play with it but i think a piece of that is creating the sandbox right 
the space and the time to actually just sit down and put the pen to paper, regardless of anybody's seeing it or not, but doing it for yourself. And I think getting that expression out is therapeutic and healing in and of itself. Yeah. So, you know, especially if you're experiencing anxiety and, and all the pressures of what's going on in the world today, sometimes it's just healing just to like sit there and get into a flow and whether anybody sees it or not, you can, the flow state really is an actually, it's a healing state of mind, right? You know, you talk about the brain all the time and getting into that flow state is when you're actually not, almost not even thinking, you're just doing and you're playing and you're experimenting. And I think creating that space is really important. Yeah, I'm curious, everybody who's watching this, you know, in the chats or the comments, how many of you identify as a creator, you know, by show yeses, how many of you, you know, see yourself as a creator, a creator of, of your life, of your business, you know, of your, of your career, you know, of, of whatever you find is more of your, your passions and your, and your purpose. And um, you and I were talking before um, we, we, we went on camera about uh, sometimes to be more creative, it helps to just block out some of the noise that's out there, especially from like, Oh, digital, the dopamine is really what yeah. it is, oh, right? I mean, it's... if we're going to talk about like, yeah, the biochemistry, or the <laughs> some of the things that people are addicted to, yeah. maybe, how do you... Well, it's really interesting this summer as things, you know, as we're spending more time at home, my, my consumption of, of just media, social media, actually I kind of try to like tune out the media, but you know, music, books, podcasts, mm -hmm. all these different things, which are very informative also became, you know, especially being on social media and getting the dopamine likes and mm -hmm. all these things. I, I came across this kid on YouTube and he created this thing called, he talks about this thing called the dopamine detox, mm -hmm. which is all the, all the things that give you hits beyond just tech and social media. I mean, social media, obviously getting likes and getting these things is a huge hit of dopamine. It makes you feel good, but it's actually just creating this addiction in your mind um, and then your mind gets it's hard to have focused attention right I, f I was finding myself having a hard time being focused at what I was creating mm -hmm. and getting into those flow states because I'm constantly checking my phone right so I did a dopamine detox for it was 24 hours basically I did a couple of them and that was cutting out I gotta if I can remember it's like your phone food you know um, was, uh, food, phone, te television, gaming, yeah, everything, all the things, you know, you can basically like journal, you can exercise, you can go for walks, but it's really cutting out all the things that give you this hit of dopamine, even yeah. like addictive foods, like sugars and mm -hmm. things like that. For how long? That up. I did it for 24 hours, but I kind of, I, on Friday night, I turned off my phone and then I didn't turn it on until Sunday morning. Did you? Now, I think most people would feel that kind of angst, you know, so they have this, we have uh, Facebook videos, 37 million views, or just having like phones on like by your bed or by your dinner table, even if it's face down, did you feel like, did you feel like that compulsion to? Oh yeah. I mean, especially for the first like, like, well, with, eight withdrawal, hours. With, withdrawal. <laughs> withdrawal. Yeah. You feel a serious withdrawal. You just like want to check your phone. Cause yeah. It's almost like a nervous tick, right? Like it's sitting on the, on the, on the uh, table and you just want to pick it up and look at it. Even though you're not even almost looking at it. You just like, it's like this normal yeah. movement. <laughs> it's like muscle memory. It's just something that we have to, and if you, I know a number of people are our audience, uh, social dilemma. Oh yeah. On, on, on you know, that where, where you have billions of dollars engineering this behavior and some of the smartest minds in the world keeping you opening that, yeah. those, those devices. 
Yeah, that, that show was really powerful and it shows, I mean, it takes you all the way into like the social divide and like how it's radicalizing people and mm -hmm. it really is. The algorithms are showing you more and more to keep you more addicted, right? Yeah. Because the more attention that they, they get from you, the more money they make, but it's also stealing your attention. So would you do another detox or I mean, what kind of frequency would you? I probably need personally? to do another one now because I can see the, I can feel the addiction again. Yeah. I honestly have like implemented it into my morning practice though for a little bit. So I don't look at my phone Ooh. for the first probably 45 minutes. So kind of like people would fast off food and they have the intermittent fast. Maybe they're fasting just like for set times. Yeah. And yeah. then during that time you could reset, which is the theme of, you know, today mm -hmm. um, and recharge, regroup, you know, refresh and, and be creative too. When do people have white space when they're not? Yeah. When you have space to think and to, to meditate and to do different things. I mean, for me, it's like the morning. And you know we had our friend Emily, who I've I learned meditation from, and mm -hmm. so like when I wake up in the morning, now I don't put, I put my I actually have a different phone that only has it controls my timer, mm -hmm. and that's it. So I can't see messages or anything or Instagram and all that stuff. Um, and I literally I will go and I meditate for thirty minute thirty forty minutes, and then I'll come in and I'll check my phone. But it's having that 40, 40 minutes or so of silence in the morning just to myself that is a really big reset for me and the that the ziva meditation that we're talking about also helps me reset my 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 state in the morning mm -hmm. a lot of times i'll wake up in the morning and i'll have like darker thoughts or I have weird dreams and then it's just like a little bit chaotic in my head yeah. and i think that meditation helps me reset so then i can get into my creative space and get into my creative mode so um, the meditation the breathing you mentioned yeah you know the movement yeah so i do a little bit of you know five minutes of like yoga stretch and then i work out for 20 minutes mm -hmm. every morning and that's kind of like my hour first hour and a half you know and then i have a, a really good protein smoothie like concoction that i make that has mm -hmm. like really good nutrients in it and yeah. that also feeds my brain as well so when i sit down to like start creating and start working yeah I feel like supercharged. And I love that you go through your routines because I feel like when we shot, you know, we were shooting from, you know, morning to nighttime, the sun went down and you have to have your, like your focus. Yeah. I mean, to, to you know, it takes energy mm -hmm. to do that, to create the art that you create. Yeah, you know? it really does. And I, you know, especially in these times, I think having a morning routine that grounds you is really important because like you can get mentally derailed really easily mm -hmm. i mean especially if you turn on the news and and you, you hear something and, you get yeah. hijacked and i think for me having that meditation time and everything in the morning i definitely feel a huge huge difference in my own creativity through the day and and being able to stay yeah. creative doing all the different things that i do whether it's hats making hats or photography or lining up a podcast and doing that so yeah, we, we talk about how some people, if they feel burnt out, maybe it's not because you're doing too much. Maybe it's because you're doing too little of the things that make you come alive, that that, that lights your creative flame, yeah. if, if you will. And it's just not a matter of if, are you creative or not. It's just choosing things that you want to best ex express yourself. You know, yeah. and there's no right or wrong. There's no judgment on any of this. It's just yeah, do it because you love it. You know, and when you love it and you enjoy it, then that lights you up, and then that gets your creative flow flowing in other places as well. And we talked about this a little bit too earlier. Is 
you know, if you're an artist and you have you work in one medium, maybe maybe try a different medium, mm-hmm. and that'll also kind of take you out of your own creative rut in a certain sense. And like you apply the same creative skills to a different medium, you learn that medium. And I've been doing that a lot for the last few years. That's how I started making the hats, and I've done these different paintings and drawings. And it just really um, it it helps you get into a different creative flow, which yeah. I think is important. Yeah, I, I noticed that you know part of my process even with the book you know i'll read um but it's not just about doing research you know getting other people's points of views which i think can make me more creative um but also writing is a different outlet Mm. you know when you take a pen or or some kind of instrument to put it to paper yeah you know there's 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 a process of of manifesting something Mm -hmm. where you take it you took a thought and now it's physically in front of you yeah yeah, and you can write freely without the editor coming in. Um, I, that's I think from the artist artist way, mm-hmm. uh, where you can take like five, like I think it's three pages, and you fill three pages with words. It doesn't matter what it is, but if you just get it out on the paper, that's the first step. And especially if you're not on the computer, right? Because yeah. if you're on paper, you're in a different mindset. You're in a different zone. You're not in the dopamine zone, like hit right. zone. You're in like pen and paper mode. So I think that's also another good exercise that people can do. I would say think about what your daily routine is that you can own that gets you more in a creative space. Yeah, to provide those little micro resets. Maybe it's not a big reset your life. You have to end a relationship or choose like a bit different career. Maybe it could be small little resets add up like the routines yeah. add up to, to bigger things. Yeah, yeah. What is that routine for you that the small little things every day that add to the bigger picture amazing so we are actually going to reset here and we'll be back with you uh shortly nick brother thanks for joining us again thanks for having me want to double your brain speed and memory power if you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster i'd like to give you my brand new quick brain accelerator program you will discover exactly what i teach my clients to learn read and remember anything in half the time There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You wanna learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team can properly thank you. Hashtag quickbrain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. 
So, what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our Quick Success program. This is our monthly lives that I do, where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your Limitless Book Club, where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour uh, share, going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.